never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a cancer death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change podcast i'm travis johnson and boys and girls and people of all ages it's time for the show and i'm here as always but he's my best friend clint clark big c how are you buddy you know what's funny i thought you were gonna do the stand joke because that you I do I ate some flan. Yeah. Stan. Yeah. My best friend Stan. I played in a band. Doing all he can. Yeah. Um, so I thought you were gonna do that. But you know, I've been changing my name on these on the on the speakers like every week. Yeah. But sometimes you leave them up and like it'll just be like when it, we had Big O on, he just his his just says O. That's right. Because he's so me and you and you were like late coming off of that one. So I'm like, okay, oh, I have to change it to C. Yeah, I mean, like I've been Arkansas Joe Rogan, Arkansas yeah. Tom Segura. Um, I'm pretty sure I'd misspell Burt Kreischer, so I've not even yeah. tried it. Yeah. yeah, um, half the time I just leave my wife's name up, so I, I almost put not Stan, not Stan. Okay, today, <laughs> but I've I, I about lost that story somewhere in there. I didn't get it back on. There's also, I don't know if you noticed, but usually, you know, I, we play up like you scare me. Yeah. And uh, this week, I may have had an actual look of panic on my face. So I've switched the view on the computer. I don't know how to get it back. Oh, okay. I was, I was That's like, what that look was for. Yeah. And I, so I had, but, but I had a pop up come up on the middle of the screen where I couldn't see me or you. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I broke Anna's computer. It's going to kill me. And I'm going to tell Travis, we're going to have to start it over. Can I do this entire thing without seeing Travis? I don't know. No, who knows? Well, hey, uh, Clint, I got a question for you. Yeah, why are you wearing your seatbelt? I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I've got a, I've got a broken wing. Oh, here. hey, look at there. Had a had cubital tunnel surgery. Um, hey, oh, say that again. Cubital tunnel, cubital. cubital. What it is is the nerve tunnel that goes from the base of your neck all the way down to your hand through your arm. Um, I had the surgery done about two years ago, but I had a bunch of scar tissue and stuff grow in on top of the nerve again. And so yeah. I found that nerve up really bad. So they go in there and they had to clean that scar tissue out. So, yeah. I'm, uh, so they, they, they feel like it was excess. They got everything. And so I think uh, they said I should see a lot of relief, but it would have been uh, not, not a fun, fun few months for me, you know. Hey, but, well, you got out of moving. I did get a movie. Yeah, you can tell we got a new. I got a new background. I got to get used to it. I'm used to like leaning back. Oh, that's the wall. That's the wall. Yeah. Like got all kinds of room. Oh, look at you! You can run around, yeah. scamper. You can scamper. Scamper about. Yeah, we scamper around. We bought a house with a lot of properties, so a lot of room to scamper about. Good, good. But what's bad about it is you know me, Travis. I'm lazy. Yeah, it's true. I don't want lazy. I don't want to mow this stuff. Which I, I mean, that's why we're friends because I'm lazy too. Yeah, I'm like, eh. <laughs> like I, I like having the quarter acre plot where I could mow. Like, eh, it takes me like ten minutes to mow. That's an all day job on a, on a riding lawnmower. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, eh. yeah, that's that's too much work. Yeah, I don't I'm like. Eh. So you get a donkey. Yeah, you know, there was one time I was on vacation in 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 Texas. I went to Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. this is this is a so when i go somewhere and i'm staying more than a day or two i typically airbnb vrbo it yeah so i get this um uh, so i get as we get to the house and me and my wife get there first we ask my other friends because like a lot of my vacations they tie into a jiu-jitsu tournament yeah 
we got down there and you know enjoying i wanted to look a lot of the uh sights and sounds from friday night lights it's a lot of what i did but that's not about this story we can talk about that another time we get to airbnb which is in a nice subdivision in um pflugersville texas which is right outside austin um so we get there lugersville huh yeah i don't i it's it's one of them weird things starts with the pf so I think that means the P and the F are both silent. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, but we get it. We get out there in like it's not subdivision. You know, I, I'd say a house in this market in that subdivision would probably cost you about three, three fifty, four hundred. Yeah. Uh, um, just my my guess. Yeah. I based that on on that I sold and bought a house this year. That's what I based that on. Yeah. That is the extent of my real estate knowledge. So I probably should just shut up, but yeah. based on the value. But but so you get my drift. It's a nice subdivision. The house on the corner of the street I was on, they had a goat like chained to like a tire or something, like a concrete block. And that guy's like, I ain't mowing. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it weird, Austin. Keep it weird. I was like, yeah. I was like, it's like I got pictures of it on my phone. Like, like it's one of the things you're like, what? Yeah. Like, like, are you serious? I mean, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was. It worked. It works. Well, hey, Clint. All right. So we, we got, I think we got some Holy Snikey stuff. We got one and I got one that I told you I wasn't going to tell you about. Yeah, you didn't tell me. I didn't tell you, but I thought it was cool because I, I really think that between me and you, we made it happen. All right, good. Well, I, I make something happen. We didn't make it happen. But as you know, we had, we, and all three people involved have been on the show. Okay. Um, uh, Jumbo's son, Chance. Yeah. He pretty much set in behind Jumbo. It was like his little shadow the entire, yeah. the entire podcast. And then, uh, and then um, Jumbo. And then Coach Mullins gets involved in the story. So the thing I really admire about Jumbo is he never forced Chance to play football. Because mm. Chance just didn't care to play football. And he's Jumbo. a good-sized kid. He's one of those kids yeah. that expect people to say, go play football. So Not like they did us. <laughs> they did. They did, and they wish they did it. They That's did. right, yeah. Now, now I'm on here pretending like I know something. Um, so, so, anyway, so – Jumbo never made Chance play. Jumbo always told Chance, like, I don't have to live vicariously through you. I did it. Yeah. He said, I did it. So I don't have to, I don't have to live vicariously through you. I'm I'm good. So this year, Chance decided he wanted to play football. And so Jumbo is over the moon, mm. but he, he's all excited. So he's posting, you know, clips of his game and stuff and clips of um of um chance playing. So um, one of the things that happened when we had Coach Mullins on the podcast too was a lot of the guys reached out to me for his phone number. Mm. Just say, hey, we'd love hearing from you, love hearing your voice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So um, so Jumbo posted this on his Facebook page, and Jumbo was one of the guys that got Coach Mullins' phone number. Yeah. Nothing else to say, how come – because we had Ricono and Mullins both on the podcast, and the only thing either one of them remember about Jumbo is that he couldn't make it through tires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jumbo called me like, because that's all anybody remembers. I couldn't make it through tires. <laughs> Jumbo, they also mentioned you went on to be an All American, yeah, uh, conference type player. So relax. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so Coach Mullins watches the video. I'm sure he looks at, at Miss Liz's Facebook and uh, calls Jumbo and talks to Chance and gives him blocking advice. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? If they had it reconnected through the because right. See, yeah. it wouldn't happen. Let's look at us. But um no, but he's also a podcast building bridges. There you go. And we also did say, um, he did jump just a little bit more to the story. His Mullins did say to send him the film every week and he'll break it down. Nice. So and tell him what he could do better and and all that. So uh well, cool. But yeah, I just I thought it was a cool. That is cool. It was a very cool story. I don't know if it's holy schnikes worthy or not. Yeah. 
but it's a it's a feel good. It is. That's cool. That's cool. Feel good that, that I felt the need to uh, share. All here right. Podcast of Rooney. Well, I got a couple of just small, like totally snikey stories that I just heard this week and thought, holy snikes, that happened. Uh, first of all, um, tell me who said this, Clint. Okay. You play to win the game. Oh, that was Herm Edwards. That is one of the greatest rants ever. <laughs> you play to win the game. Well, Herm Edwards coaching at Arizona State. After the game, he's walk- there's a video of him walking off the field and two guys – in the same color kind of button-up shirts are standing there and he comes up to talk to them and they say something to him. One of them kind of pats him on the back. Herm says something and he walks away. We, you can't hear on the audio what happened, but Clint, right. come to find out, that's when he was fired. Now, when Bielema was fired, at least Hunter Hunter Yurichek pulled him into a. Was it Yurichek that fired? No, it wasn't, no, wasn't Yurichek because that that was an entire disaster. That's after right. That. Yeah, that was someone else. That that might have been one of the most bungled things in the history of bungled things. Well, they pulled him into a room as he walked in with with Bielema. They pulled him into a room and told him right before he went right. to address the team. This was on the field, Clint. Yeah. Literally on the field, especially a guy like Herm Edwards, a Hall of Fame football player. Wasn't he Hall of Fame or something? Like he's not Hall of Fame. He, he's a well-respected football Yeah, well-respected coach, well-respected TV personality, you know, went to Arizona State. I don't know how he did there. I didn't look up the stats, but apparently not good enough. Firing on the field? He's one and two this season. Now, now the timing, I, I don't care if it's Nothing's a good time when you're getting fired. Well, it's I don't like time. I didn't like it with Arkansas how they fired Belima. And they even pulled him into another room. I didn't, I didn't like that. You know, we got ragged pretty good. Even by our old media said it making us look like hillbillies. Yeah. Uh, and that entire process was just from them firing. They fired Jeff Long, and you fired Jeff Long. So Jeff laying him or down. <laughs> yeah. So then you basically let your interim athletic director make the hire. And I believe she fired. She's the one that fired Belima, and they just pulled yeah. it off. But Belima said, because I'd rather have done it that way and just got it over with. Yeah. You know, um, so I don't know if that's – but this is just bad. It it's looks so bad. bad. It's not quite getting tarmac, but um, – they Arkansas State fired a coach like that once yeah. a long time ago. Um, so yeah, it just it it, it no, it's not a good look. I'm not saying Herm didn't deserve to be fired because he he is leaving under some serious NCAA allegations. Yeah, that's true. Um, so okay, so another one is former Razorback Dan Skipper. Oh yeah, I'm happy you know brought this up because I wanted to talk about it. He was on Hard Knocks. Got cut six years. He's been cut every year. Hasn't made a team yet. And he got, I guess, Detroit put him on their practice squad. They had some injuries. They moved him up. Moved him to left guard, a position he hasn't played since his freshman year at Arkansas under Sam Pittman. And – he was, if I remember right back then, he just didn't have the footwork as a freshman to play tackle yet. You know, he ended up at left tackle later on, but they put him at 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 a guard then. So you know, to kind of that way, he wouldn't have to have a speed guy on him outside and everything. And then he had a great game, uh, and got the game game ball everything. Now, did you watch any Hard Knocks? Yeah, yeah, I watched the whole thing. Can you dislike Dan Campbell after watching Hard oh, Knocks? No, or think Detroit got the hire wrong? Now, I was late watching it. I, I literally just watched it this last weekend. <laughs> but um, 
but yeah, he, you got Campbell and that whole, that whole, that whole coaching staff is impressive. They're so easy to pull for. Yeah. I mean, they, they really are. And Dan Campbell just seems like a great guy. And then after hearing, you know, because Lord knows his phone's probably blowing up after the game. And then to hear, you know, Sam Pittman talk about how, you know, he said he texted him. He said, I wasn't expecting to text back. And they text back and they had a nice little exchange about Skip and Frankie. Yeah. Yeah, we called him Frankie. So, yeah, well, Frankie. Congratulations, Dan Skipper. Now, there is something that came out today that some San Francisco player is saying Dan Skipper used some inappropriate, made some inappropriate racial comments or something in the past. So I hope that doesn't, I hope that's not true. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens there. Now here's the other one. Last week after the Missouri game, this last weekend, apparently, if you've heard about it, you know, the traffic was bad, but apparently it got really bad in a parking deck. Because two people had a little, some kind of fender bender. And in that, um, a guy, I don't have his name here, but I just got this tweet about it. Um, He used to work for Tyson, but now he's the COO for Beyond Meat. So that's like fake meat, right? Right, yeah. Right? Yeah, like the Impossible Whopper. I'm like thinking, Clint, if that's your job to push fake meat, you're the chief operations officer for fake meat. I'm thinking you're a smug, unhappy person and no one really likes you. Because apparently this guy was a smug, unhappy man. And he let it out in this disagreement fender bender he got into because apparently he busted out the back window of dude's car and then started fighting with the guy and ended up biting his nose look Clint Clint you think he saw the movie Dirty Work too many times (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if his wife's from Saigon Get off my nose! <laughs> if you've never seen, if you've seen the movie Dirty Work, you're laughing right now. Yeah, like it's if you haven't, that's okay. Now, did you know that the Chris Farley's role wasn't written into that movie? That he was yeah, just, he just hanging out, and so they're like, they came up with that on the fly. Yeah, yeah no. Anyway, so Clint, have you ever been so mad? Like you and Robert used to get into fights in junior high. Hey, Travis, who won those fights? Well, you did, Clint. Thank you. Now, <laughs> if we were going by yeah. best yeah. form. Well, as adults, it means nothing, but back then it's like if you're going by best form, Robert had the better boxing form. Yeah, he did have he had more to build on. Right, yeah. But you had the swim technique. <laughs> you just started flailing your arms and I was just like, I'm not gonna quit punching. That's <laughs> right. And there was nothing that could anyway. Of course, y'all mostly did it because it got you attention, but we won't talk about that. Like but in those fights, did you feather ball pole Branscombe? In those fights, did you ever cross your mind? I'm gonna bite him in the nose. I'm just gonna come on. Mostly I'm thinking about how stupid I was back then. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, like I don't even know what we were mad about. Yeah, like, it, it, nothing probably. Yeah, no, it's nothing. It is but crazy. I'm sure, I'm sure none of us did anything to encourage it. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure we piled up. I'm then, sure we're like, can't we all just get along? <laughs> but, I know I've never been bad enough, mad enough that I'd have bit off someone's nose. No, and if you are. <laughs> you need to be working for Beyond Meat, I guess. Anyway, all right. One more thing. This ain't necessarily that. Those were holy snikies. This one's not a necessarily holy snikies, but just a quick look ahead before we start talking about the Missouri State game. 
Um, did you see the Razorback schedule came out today? You know, I'm so happy you brought that up. I was just looking at it. I was like, we need to, we didn't discuss it, but I'd love to talk about it. Well, here it is real quick. You ready? I'm going to breeze through it. I don't want to talk about it. Let's not get camped out on it too long here because we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. But we're starting out September 2nd against Western Carolina Catamounts. They're the best team in the western part of Carolina. Okay, good. Yeah, really, anyway. They might be the best team in the state of West Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Then we play uh, Michael Turner's uh, old school, Kent State. Then the BYU Cougars come this way to Fayetteville. So those first three games, the first one, Western Carolina, is in Little Rock. The next two are in Fayetteville, right? Then we go down to Arlington, play the Aggies. That starts SEC play. No, actually, no, you were incorrect. We go to LSU. That's how we start SEC play. Well, one of the schedule I'm looking at, you're right. And this one is wrong. Okay, go through it on your end. Sorry. All right. So, okay, at LSU, and then on September 30th, then we go to Arlington. Then we go to the we go to the Grove, go to Ole Miss on the October seventh. Then October fourteenth, we play the Alabama Crimson Tide. Then the twenty first, um, we play Mississippi State. Now, did you see, um, did you see the post on Razorbacks Instagram where they were doing it like tender matches? Uh. So on October twenty eighth is bye week, and they used the picture of in the sink get it bye 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 <laughs> very clever yeah. um then we go florida that was the interesting like yeah we're definitely oh, yeah. now i think we're trading down non-conference opponents but trading up cross division yeah um then and then auburn comes to fayetteville and i hate this november 18th you play fiu that's just one of them games no one's going to care about by that yeah, point. Yeah. Um, and then you close out the season by Mizzou. They've got it listed as a Saturday, but that usually gets moved to Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, but look at that, though. Here's the bad thing about it. LSU, A&M, neutral site, Ole Miss, Alabama, all on the road, four in a row. Four good games. Yeah. On the road. Tough games on the road. That's gonna be that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough one. Anyway, for those that hadn't heard that, uh now you've heard it. Um so Clint after the game. Well I was gonna say, have you listened to any drive time this week? Very little. Any very sports little. talk? Because I'm gonna tell you the word. The word on the Twitter sphere, yeah, and on the street, yep, is the sky up in a Fayetteville. In Fayetteville, yep, she's a fallen. It's fallen. It's fallen, crashing. Like it's like it is. Is it falling in and out? It's reaching for the the sky is reaching for the life alert. It's falling in and out of love with hogs. So, so Travis. You're hosting Drive Time Sports. Oh, nice. I would assume to bang my head in the wall because I couldn't I couldn't make it through 10 minutes. Okay, how long do you think I would make it through Drive Time Sports before I literally well, I mean you'd have to get rid of callers. It'd be <laughs> like the Jim Rome of Drive Time. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not gonna take callers today. Like, You're not gonna say anything good. Like, like it just like more to be less of you is what we need. I'd rather just listen to me because what you say is going to be trash. Yeah, it's I think caller it's, like every 30 minutes just so I could call him an idiot. Yeah, I think I it's would. not just the call in sports on Facebook, everywhere, man. Sky's falling. Who, who won the game, Clint? Arkansas did. Hey, Arkansas won. Now, look, okay, I'm not going to argue. I thought we, we could have, should have beat them worse than what we did. Everybody knows that. Sam Pittman knows that. All the players know that. We could have, should have beat them worse than what we did. We were we were a much better team. We shouldn't have been down 17. 
yes, Bobby Petrino called some good plays, but some of it, Clint, look, how many turnovers do we have? We had three turnovers. Three turnovers. One of those, Clint, one of them. Very rarely happens. How many times is Rocket Sanders going to fumble that ball if oh. that dude doesn't put his helmet exactly on the ball? Yeah, I mean, he – and and how many people are going to be able to – Emmett Smith, I heard Trey Biddy say this. He said Emmett Smith couldn't have held on to that one. And I think he's right. Emmett Smith was one of the best – you know, he, he did a great job of holding on to the ball and not fumbling. He You know, he always, man, he'd get those two arms up. Even in that on that play, the way that guy put his helmet on it, anybody would have had a hard time. Okay? Now – you still, as a coach, you're still going to say, we don't fumble that ball. I agree. Let's not fumble that ball. But we came back from three turnovers. The other one was a – K.J. fumbled. K.J., yeah. he rarely fumbles. This is the second time I can remember, and they've both been this year. And then the interception, too. And where were they at? They, You look at where the three, inter, the three turnovers were. Two of them put Missouri State at midfield. Yeah, you give Bobby Trino a short field. Um, there's no telling what he can do. Um, so okay, so both of us, just for those of y'all you're watching, look, if you're a sky's falling guy, that's okay, it's okay, it's okay. We're here to give you a little hug and tell you it's okay. You're stupid, we're gonna pat you on the back. It's okay. Look, it was a bad game, but it we won, and a uh, a, a a bumpy ride, as Nolan Richardson used to say, is a lot better than a walk, a fast walk, whatever, whatever he said. It's better to ride in a car than have to walk where you're going, okay, is what he was getting at. So, but here's the deal. So, let's talk first, Clint. Who's our players of the game? All right. I am going to give it to Bryce Stevens. Okay. Good call. I just, I mean, you know what? It was – is one of the things we needed a spark. We needed a big play. We yeah. really did. Because typically against teams like that, you, you start the blowout with with a big play. Yeah. The blowout never never arrived. Uh, but you know, the, the punt return, I know um Pittman pointed him out number eleven said I goes, I told you if you block that, we get that gunner, that you'll go and you've got that gunner. So I want to give an honorable mention to number 11. I don't know his name, but obviously he made a big block and it was recognized. Yeah, who was it? Yeah, he blocked the gunner. Who was Sam, that? Sam McGabe or something like no, that? No, that's Mbaku or whatever. He's a he's a freshman receiver. Yeah. Yeah, he's a freshman receiver, and they got him on special teams. And, yeah, Sam told him, if you block that guy, we're going to have a chance at a good return. Yeah. He didn't know he was going to get him all the way. But then the other ones, there was another, you know, return that uh, Stevens did a good job on. It's nice to know we got a threat back there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I know it came against an FCS team, but guys, I think I think you know you still should beat the FCS teams. Yeah. But Pittman's got 40, 40 transfers. Yeah. He's got a lot of D one talent on that team. Yeah. You know, you got to think about it. if you're. If you're I mean, Pittman's a – I mean, not Pittman. Pittman's great, but Petrino's a jerk. But if you're sitting there and you're you're not really playing at Baylor or somewhere like that or Mizzou and you're yeah. sitting there and you go, I can go down and play for Bobby Petrino. I can start there. Yeah. Like Petrino and, you know, Petrino's going to put you in good situations. Yep. And you're going to learn football from him. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you, you know, know, you know and I really thought hard about giving Petrino player, uh, player of the game. I really did because, you know, me and you focus, me and you neither one are by Petrino fans. No. Never have been, never will be. No, nope. it, it is, it is what it is. I wasn't uh, a fan of him when he was winning games at Arkansas. No, consistent. But he's a heck of a football coach. He can coach, man. He knows football. Golly. He know he knows football. He knows. Uh, and uh yeah, that's he knows the game and he's gonna put them kids in the in great situations to win. He just always wears out his welcome. And but he did a lot of great things there. So he got us to Heights, got us to BCS game. Yeah. 
you know, he he did some incredible things here. And Pittman's using him in recruiting, saying, look, the, Petrino did it here. We can do it. Yeah. And I think Pittman surrounded himself with a better coaching staff than Petrino had. For sure. Well, well, because Pittman, Pittman's, Pittman's a likable guy. He can get guys to play for him or coach for him because he like they like him, not because they're related to him. But anyway, <laughs> um, my player of the game, you know, we've talked a lot about the transfers, Clint. We have. We've talked a lot about those, and we're thankful for them. I mean, you know, people like um, Matt Landers and, and Drew Sanders, and Jordan Dominic, and uh, all those guys, okay? I mean, they, they're – They've been great additions to this team. But there's one guy who's been there since he was a freshman. Came in at 204 pounds. Now he weighs 261. And he's a legit SEC defensive end. And that is Zach Williams. Now, Zach Williams has two and a half sacks on the year. And I think he had two of them in that game. Okay, if I remember right. But what I've seen from Zach this whole season and what I've seen from really most of our defensive linemen, except a few times, um, he's pl- first of all he's playing the run very well. He is he is holding his leverage on the outside. He's keeping contain as a defensive end should. There's very few that can keep contain, hold their leverage, and still rush the passer well. I'll give you some names. Trey Flowers did good at that. Yeah. Okay. Jamal Anderson did good at that. Jeremiah Ledbetter did good at that. What did those three guys do when they left? The- oh, they went to the NFL. Yeah, the NFL. Yeah, yeah. And one of them, you know, Flowers. Dietrich Wise, another one. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Zach Williams is doing that same kind of thing. Uh, he's He's probably getting himself – a paycheck ready. Okay. And uh, I think it, and I just, I think it needs to be said because I like to watch those defensive linemen a lot and he is playing. He's having a great season kind of quietly because as we're going to talk about in a minute, there's a lot of other people that got sacks too and they're making noise, but so, Zach Williams had a great game that game, but it's also cumulative for me. He's doing good. So now I do want to validate some of you skies falling folks. I really do. Yeah. Because, Travis, you brought up the defensive line. Would you say the defensive line is better, worse, or the same as last year? Better. All right. The linebacker core, would you say they're better or worse than last year? Better. Yeah. Drew Sanders is a man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He is a man. Yeah. They they um they, they were talking about him. They said, yeah, he, he said he would have came here out of high school, but they just – weren't good enough. Yeah. And which is painful to hear, but it's brutally honest. Yeah. And it, it now there's nice to know that we're good enough to get a player like that. Yeah. Now the secondary. Worse. Yeah. Guys, we are close to the bottom in all of college football. Yeah. Past defense. We are at the bottom in division one, aren't we? We're, if not, we're close to it. I think we're. I think we're at the bottom. I was I trying know. to stats. I couldn't find them. I know our buddy Mike Floyd posted a deal about it the other day on Hogville, yeah. uh, on their Facebook page. But I couldn't. I couldn't. I was trying. That's what I was looking at my phone earlier, trying to bring it up. But because yeah, I, I did want. I didn't want to sit there and say um, like, no, it's just gibberish. You, you know, no, it's no, you have some you have some reasons to be concerned, but I don't think it's Skyla's falling. Because what I was telling you is one of those was going in for a touchdown. The other two we give them the ball to midfield. That's pretty much a twenty-one point swing. Yeah, it just is, and and a lot of them were momentum killers. I mean, because to turn it over at midfield, you first have to get to midfield. Yeah, you know, well, Clint, the worst the worst series of that game. Well, it was it could have been the best. But Drew Sanders gets that unbelievable tackle. I mean, just decleats dude, right? Lays him out. Beautiful tackle. Meets him in the line. The next play, it's fourth and one. 
I'm sitting right here on the other side of this wall in my big chair watching my 60 inch and I I'm in my recliner. I see it's fourth and one. I see Bobby Petrino was going for it. I grab my handle on my recliner and bring the leg rest down because I'm wanting to, I'm getting intense. I'm leaning in, right? I'm pressing in. And I start talking to the TV, Clint. I'm here by myself, but I'm talking to the TV. I said, Chris Gregg, London Crawford, he's going for it. Joe Adams, he's going for it. You're in man coverage. You're all up on the line. He's going to sneak somebody out. It's going to happen. He's going to sneak somebody out. And what does he do, Clint? He snuck somebody out. He snuck somebody out. He got that little receiver in there behind that tight end and snuck him out through the line. And bless his heart, Blair has been a warrior for us. He's worked his way up from walk-on. But he got sucked in looking for the run like our guys tend to do. That's that's To me, that's the biggest problem. There's some problems with how they play technically. But the biggest problem is, is their eyes get caught on that backfield and they get sucked in to fake motions. They get sucked in to, to other things like that. And they And by that time, by the time they're sucked in for that stuff, those receivers are bombed. And they're not fast enough to make up for their mistake. That's just the way it is. And they got sucked in. Their eyes were in the backfield. Instead of watching their key, you got to watch that receiver to see if he releases first. And you got to know that they're going to do sneaky stuff with them in that situation. You've got to have seen the film. You got to know it's going to happen. And it happened. Now, look, Clint, if you're a defensive back, I don't care what level you're on. What's going to happen to you from time to time? Oh, you're going to get burned. You're going to get burned. You're going to get burned. That receiver knows where he's going. You have no idea. They're going to fool you. Now, one of the ways we're combating that this year is we are sacking the mess out of folks. Yeah. 17 sacks so far, leading the nation. Okay, so I agree with you. What you're talking about, we got to worry about the D backs, those skies falling people. We got to worry about that. But let me, let me, let's hold up the roof a little bit. Let's hold it up just a little bit. We're counteracting that. Remember, rushing the passer is also pass defense. Okay, it's it doesn't get the same statistics like when they burn us, right? But there's a reason that Cincinnati quarterback made such bad throws because he was had pressure on him. He had people breathing down his neck, and he took some hits from our guys. And he was – they were making him make bad throws, yeah. thankfully. No, no, they were. If this was the NFL, you know, you would be losing that on the back because the NFL that doesn't count against rush yards. Counts Bills pass yards, but you well, run defense has been stellar. Yeah, run defense is great. Yeah, and I, and I think it's just some stuff that you got to get cleaned up back there. Losing, listen, there's a reason why Jalen Catalan was an All American, folks. There, yeah. there, there was a reason, and there's a reason why Miles Slusher was starting. You yeah. know, you lose two guys. I mean, Slusher's a high four star recruit. You lose guys like that, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts, and now you're blending. Two of our starters in the secondary are walk-ons. Now, I don't want that. I'm not saying that to scare anybody. They earn those spots. Yeah. But it's the reality. I mean, it's just the reality. And, you know, they're they're the best guys we have, or they would not be playing. Are you as tired as I am of people dogging Hudson Clark? I've been tired of it. I've been, I mean, he just, the kid can play. He, I mean, yeah. The last game, South Carolina game, it looked bad when he's holding on to that dude's ankle and he's getting away from him and he missed some tackles. Those those look bad, right? And tackling is a problem. We missed way too many tackles against Missouri State. Especially in the open field. Yes. I don't know what was going on with us. I don't know what happened. But that that is a problem. 
And that that's definitely and and Pittman, the, what you gotta love about Pittman is he says, yeah, that's a problem. You know, he he ain't denying it. He's admitting it. He's not making excuses. Now, now what I love about Pittman not making excuses at one point, and everybody dogged on is dogging on Bryles, which is almost as dumb as them dogging on Hudson Clark. I mean, it's yeah. probably it's dumber, but but they're both dumb. Now, one call that they're getting a lot of flack for is fourth and nine. You're kind of that no man's land. Do I punt? Do I try a really super long field goal? Which I don't blame him for not doing. He, his act, his accuracy fifty plus is yeah coin flip for anybody. Yeah, yeah for I mean anybody. Uh, but his leg will get mature, more mature, and he'll start making those. Yeah, I think Cameron Little is gonna kick a long time in the NFL. Yeah, um, like a long, long time. Um, but there's a so there so you got so you're in a position. Okay, might as well just go for it. So fourth and nine, they had a run run call. I guess KJ could have kept it or handed to Rocket. Mm-hmm. Thought they were going to surprise me. So Bobby surprises us with a fourth and one and goes deep. And then I had flashbacks to Houston Nut. <laughs> Smoke draw. Smoke draw. <laughs> I called that play anyway. Like, it, yeah, you know, that was, um, look, Pittman knows that wasn't the right call. It's one of those that, I mean, I could, I know what you're thinking when you do it. You know what I mean? Like, you're thinking, I'm going to test my line. We should be able to get nine yards on these guys anytime we want to because we're our offensive line is that much better than their defensive line. And they're going to have two safeties back. Uh, so the box is going to be less less full than normal. So I got a 225-pound guy and a 240-pound guy that are going to decide which one of them will take the ball. Um so they can get at least three yards just falling forward just because of their side and speed. So um, if we catch a gap right here, they're not going to be ready for it. But then on the other side, Clint, you're, you're taking a huge, which is what happened. You're taking a huge risk and everybody would have felt a lot better about it if they would have made a throw there if they would have, you know, ran about a 10-yard in or something over the middle and tried that to Trey Knox or somebody like that. Everybody wouldn't have said, well, that was a dumb call, you know. So that's that's what you get as a coach, you know. But I'm no. sure that's what he was thinking on the sideline was we're going to catch him off guard, all that kind of stuff. And that's what he said. But look, 2020, hindsight, right? It's it. It was just a bad call. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure they've made bad calls before. It just, yeah, it just, they, and, I, and that's what Pittman said. He goes, he goes, that's just the honest truth. He goes, he goes, they pointed, they pointed that way. <laughs> His answer to that in the press conference. Yeah. Oh God, it was brilliant. Which, you know, we've talked before. I don't know if I talked about much on here, but. And I love some of the Arkansas reporters, okay? And I, I watch all of them, <coughs> but sometimes they just ask the dumbest question. Or they'll just say, well, what do you – one of them's real famous for saying, what do you think about that? What do you, what do you think about that? Is that a, what kind of question is that? You, you had two sacks this game. What do you think about that? It's good. It was good to sack him. Anyway, so they asked the question, you know, like, uh, like how was that or what was that or something, the fourth and ninth call, and Pittman just answered them the way they asked it. Like, some might have said he was being sort of, you know, he's like, well, KJ turned around, he handed it to Rocket. He went for five yards, didn't get a first down. The referee 
ball, plus spotted it and pointed toward them and said, their ball. And Missouri State went that way very quickly. Like, we need it now, but we got five. That's <laughs> right. Anyway, it was so funny. But yeah, no, it was great. It was very well. Yeah. Very well so, done. So here's the deal, Clint. Yeah, it's look, there's some issues that if we don't get fixed, uh, we're definitely not going to get the record you predicted at the beginning of the year, which was undefeated. And the record that me and Big O picked may not happen either if we keep playing, if we keep these non-tackling and problems on defense, okay? Hey, you know, but here's the thing. Our next game is Texas A&M. Yeah. Give, give Texas A&M a letter grade this year. C plus. C, yeah. B minus. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they blow out the sisters of the poor. Yeah. Um, then they play App State. They lose to App State. Yeah. Who App State, who had to needed a Hail Mary to beat Troy this week. Yeah, that's right. So, okay. With so, the excitement of having college game day there. Yeah. Yeah, and took, took it from A&M. Yeah. So, basically, now you – so, you can say A&M's a flawed team. Mm-hmm. Alabama's the next week the the preseason number one overall pick. Alabama's look good, yeah, but they have a but they only won by one at Texas, yeah. And Texas lost their starting quarterback, yeah. Um, so I'm saying every team is flawed. Yeah, though I mean. It, it's really, but I mean, I think I said it last week on the podcast. Not I may have sent it to you, Marco Polo. It looks like it's Georgia and everybody else. Yeah, it really does. It looks like most teams are playing for second. Um, well, and and here's the deal, Clint. Watching that game Saturday, did you ever feel panicked like we're about to lose this? Oh yeah, no, I did, hundred percent. Well, I'm I'm telling you, I didn't. Yeah, you're telling me that. For some reason, I thought. KJ's not going to let this happen. I, I man, the more I, they showed him on the screen, the more calm I got. Yeah, KJ is my suave or whatever it is from anger management that you know that he used to say. When I see him, I'm thinking, all right, we got this. Yeah, just something about it. I just I felt confident. I felt like they're not going to be able to hold us off in the end of the game, and that's what happened. The KJ's connection with the receivers is better. There was a couple drops, but I'm, you know, what Landers went over 100 yards, didn't he? And Keytron had a big, had the big catch, big catch, which led to the rocket fumble. But yeah, yeah. But th- see, this is why the sky's not falling. Yeah. Quarterback, are we better or worse than last year? Better. Same guy, a little bit more mature. He's taking a little bit more mature. Running back, are we better than worse? Better or worse? Uh, I think better, and I think it's going to be even better when Dominic gets there. But Rocket Sanders is much better. Offensive line, I would say better. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, they they won the South Carolina game. Um, Well, and and the offensive line at the beginning of the year last year had some struggle bus times, you know. And we're not and really talking about as much. In the, in, and I would say we're better at receiver too. I really would. And I and I think oh, from top to bottom, yes. Yeah. I still wish we had a Trayvon Burks, yeah. a guy that, you know, he could just go to and just just throw one into double coverage and know he's going to come up with it. Yeah. I, I still wish we had that. We don't. And that's okay. That's okay. No, and – it just it is what it is, but I think but I'm with you. I think top to bottom, one to nine, it's better. Just the the difference between our number one last year and this year is yeah, pretty wide. And Hazelwood could end up being more of that. Okay. Last year, Burks and, and Jefferson had had a couple years together. Um, you know, Hazelwood's learning that. I think Hazelwood is a go-to guy. I think he's, you know, I think he's gonna be that. Uh, and I think Landers is becoming that. Yeah. But I think KJ. I think, 
got to get more comfortable through the season. And your boy Trey Knox is taking a step up this year too. Yes, and he's and he's a go-to guy too. I think. Yeah. So I I, I feel I overall from top to bottom feel better about receiver. Yeah, um, I really do. Well, you can't just double Traylon like you could last year. No. Last year, if it was third and five or fourth and short, and we needed a pass, you just they would double Traylon and and then you know because he that's where he was going to go. Now you don't know where he's going to go because any of those guys we just mentioned, I've seen him already this year go to them in clutch situations. Last year, I think Warren Thompson was probably our number two receiver. He was, yeah, number two target. Statistic wise. Yeah. I think Morris may have been his most comfortable. Yeah, behind Burks. Well, and, and but and he now he's like, you know, he he's probably fourth or fifth. Yeah, and that's not really because Warren Thompson's a heck of a football player. Yeah, I think you know you look at it from from well, and Clint. Now we're going in against A and M at Jerry World at Jerry World uh, neutral site. Be a lot of hog fans there. Be a lot of AM fans there. Uh, how are you feeling about this game? You know, they haven't exactly set the world on fire. They lost to App, they lost to App State. Um man, we we tend to make quarterbacks like Max Johnson look like like Peyton Manning. You know, we just do. Um, you know, your Bo Nicks, your Max Johnson is your guys that are just yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is a game we should win. I, I, but for the reasons I said, um, the defense of the secondary still scares me. It depends on how we get pressure. Um, their defense is good. Um, yeah, their defensive front's good. Linebackers are good. Um, I don't think their line can block our pass rush. No, I don't. I will probably pick if I'm forecasting the score right now. I'm going to say 24-17 Arkansas. I'd say uh, 28-21 Arkansas. Yeah. So, I, I'm now – you're gonna have to play better than you. I mean, I don't think I'm breaking any. You're gonna play better than you did Saturday. Yeah, you just are. No, you have to. But I think they're gonna go in motivated. Well, I think. Th- well, here's what I'm hoping. I don't know if they're gonna do this. I'm hoping they're gonna go in a little bit embarrassed about last week, even though it was a win. They know they could have done better. Yeah. And and they've been hearing that all week. Okay. You know, Sam Pittman took a very glasses half full. You know, you listen to uh, post-game speech and stuff like that. He was very glasses half full type of guy with them. Uh, but they've been hearing it all week. And so they they want to go out and prove that they're that team that played those first two games. And I, and I don't know. I, I, I'm just something I, I feel good about it. Because I think this team deserves game day in Fayetteville against Bama. Yeah, I know, and I, I think that I think they'll get it if they win. I really, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's I, I'm excited for the game. You know, it was a big. Okay, you beat them last year. Now, can you take the next step? You're going to do it again. Yeah. Um, and I think this team's got goals that they want to achieve. And to achieve those goals, they have to beat A&M. Well, and here's the other thing. Pittman's going to have that trophy out there. I wouldn't doubt if it's been in the middle of the locker room all week. Yeah. That, that you know, that what's it, the Southwest Classic or whatever, the you know, the trophy for it. It's going to be out there. This is the first trophy game of the year. He's going to have it out there. He's going to use that as motivation. Let's keep it home. Uh, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pull it out. Um, who do you think? Who are you expecting to have a big game? Um, man, I, I think you'll see big things out of Hazelwood. I really do. Hazelwood and Landers, KJ. Um, I think all receivers are gonna tell the story. 
Um, and I expect our offensive line to keep KJ upright. Yeah, I think. Um, oh, here's the other thing that reminded me of something, Clint. Here's what some of the the skies falling people were saying last week. Oh, okay, I can't wait. Why did KJ not run the ball more when he was back there in the pocket? Why did he just stay in the pocket? Did you hear that too? People gripping. Well, well, I didn't. I haven't heard people gripping, but they did. I mean, the people were asking Sammy, "Go, because he he was comfortable back there." Well, first of all, Missouri State. Look, Phil, folks, watch the whole game. Don't just watch the ball. When you're watching football, if all you do is watch the ball, you're missing a large percentage of the game. Their defensive line was trying to keep him in the pocket. They weren't pass rushing him hard. They were pushing against the offensive lineman, but they wasn't trying a lot of techniques to get off the offensive lineman. They wanted to keep him in the pocket. They were containing him. They had a spy on him, and whenever he would try to step up like he was going to go through a gap, they were closing that gap down. They wanted him to sit back in the pocket because they knew if he got out on the edges, he could hurt them worse. That was their whole defensive scheme. Their defensive scheme wasn't to sack K.J. Jefferson. It wasn't. Their scheme was keep him in the pocket, keep him contained, don't let him outside the pocket. There was no running lanes for him. Yeah. If he would have taken off running, he would have to run out of the back of the pocket and then try to get around the guys to do it. Yeah. And, man, and it's he, not his game. No, and he threw for three, almost 400 yards, didn't he? I mean, 335 or something, yeah. I mean, so, so, yeah. Get out of anyway, here. Sorry. I think for this game, I think you're right. I think KJ's just going to get better and better at passing because he's getting more comfortable with the receivers. So I think we're going to see that improve uh, week to week. There may be some low points here and there just because defenses do better or whatever. But I think this week, I think we're going to see improvements there. Also, because I think we're going to have a hard, we're going to have to because running, you know, if Sanders has over 100 yards this game, we're for sure winning, I think. I think they'll do a better job of containing Rocket. Um, but I think he'll still have a pretty good game, hopefully. Um, I expect I expect our defensive line to have a good game. I think we're going to have – we may not have as many sacks as we had last week, but I think we're going to keep that sack lead. I think I think our defensive line is going to have a good game. I think people like Zach Williams, Jordan Dominic, Landon Jackson continues to get better. I've been watching him a lot, and he continues to get better. He doesn't do as good a job of keeping contained because he's a speed rusher. Okay, speed rushers don't don't contain as well. He's all over the field too. Have you noticed that? I look, I looked up thinking he was bumper pull sometimes. Yeah. I just see the zero. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you know, and no, it's Landon Jackson. He's he's all over the place. He's gonna be trouble for some guys later yeah. this year. There's gonna be some right tackles that are gonna look like bumbling idiots trying to block him. Cause he's got that much quickness. And I'm excited we we can compete in the trenches with AM and Alabama now. Yeah. We couldn't we couldn't have always we couldn't have said that two years ago. I don't know if we could have said that last year. No, you're right. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited about the season. I'm excited some definitely some things to clean up. Yeah. But you know, AM right now, they're 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 calling shows and you know out towards college station that they're like the sky's falling there too. The sky's falling everywhere except for Athens, Georgia. Um, and maybe well, speaking of skies falling, you know, uh, Reese Davis, I think, came out today and said that uh, what's his name at Auburn's pretty much done, which everybody kind of knew that. But yeah, and from what uh, I was talking to Mike Floyd earlier, who lives in Alabama, and uh, he said what he's hearing from some Auburn alum is they're trying to, they would like to get, uh, Oh, um, what's his name? He's from 
old coach. Um, it's a politician now. Coverville? Coverville, yeah. He's from down the road in Camden. Anyway, he uh, they're trying to talk him into – or some people are wanting him to come back and be AD, but, you know, that probably won't happen. He's on that greasy uh, – that gravy train of politics now. That's – but uh, anyway – uh, I, knew, I always knew he was a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, you know, man, it's so good that we're where we're at, that we got a team that's, hey, we're three, they're three and oh right now. And, uh, man, it's, it's exciting. So, sexier job, Auburn or Nebraska? Man, I had to say Auburn because they've done it recently. No, I agree, but you know, I just. But the thing is, they're yeah, they're they're maybe firing an AD also, probably are. So Auburn, fire your AD, then your football coach. That's right. That's right. Don't let an interim and make, make that and make that a you know. Well, no, Auburn, you do you. Yeah, do whatever you want to Auburn. This right. Hey, but two names that's going to come up for that job, Bobby Petrino and Hugh Freeze. And Arkansas is playing both of them this year. We just got done with one, and we'll have Hugh Freeze coming in with Liberty. And another one is Dion, Neon Dion. Of course, he's being mentioned out at Arizona State. Dion's going to get him a Power 5 job. Yeah. And one thing I do like about Dion is Dion's like, I'm not going to play these FBS teams. I don't have the linemen. He goes, I can compete. He goes, I can compete in the secondary and the quarterback. Yeah. But I tell you what, all them five stars that's been going to Jackson State are going to transmit that transfer portal real quick with Dion. Wherever he goes. Yeah. And the, and I think you, if you're Arizona State, Nebraska, Auburn, you know that. Yeah. Um, I don't see him going to Nebraska. Oh, no, he ain't going to – no, Dion. Dion ain't going to Nebraska. You see Dion at a party school like Arizona State, though? Because <laughs> yeah. I know he's not a big partier anymore and stuff. You know, like he he keeps a pretty green clean slate, I think. But but uh, you know, back in the day, Neon with his with his necklaces and all that stuff, his bling and <laughs> dude. Anyway, well, Clint, the hogs are rolling. Yeah. Three and oh, going on four and oh. And folks, we uh we appreciate you listening to us and watching and please continue to do so. Get on the YouTubes, get on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those different places. Tune in radio. Clint's what are you doing with your hands? I was trying to list all the places we were oh, and I yeah. all those good places. Like and share. Hit us up on social media. Uh Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, let us know what you think, how we're doing. Uh, Folks, um, we're not going to announce it just yet, but I think we got a pretty good guest for next week. I know. We had to talk to Little Wayne. We'd had to talk, yeah. You know, (laughs) look, when you – Look, no, we know people who know people. We know people who knows people. Okay, that's all we're saying. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, but I'm I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I will tell you his name has been mentioned on this podcast today. It has. I've heard it a couple times. Yep. So uh, anyway, we'll leave it there and. Um, just because we don't want to jinx it to have something fall through and it not work out. So, but it's supposed if, to be confirmed. It does. Let me tell you something, little Wayne. I will be in your Twitter inbox. About that. Word. You get it. You're going to get a strongly worded direct message from me. And then you're going to have to call your boy Juvenile because you're going to have to back that thing up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> You know, because of what happened, I listened to that song on the way home today. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sort of ashamed to say that. Shouldn't have said it. Now it's out there for the whole world it's, to hear. Yeah. Anyway. You can edit it, but you're probably. No, I'm leaving it. I don't care. 
There you go. All right. Well, y'all, seriously, um, appreciate you. Hey, if you need a roof, call Hometown Roofing. Hometown Roofing, bro. I'll take care of all your roofing needs. Uh, We always got to say what's up to some of our dedicated uh, Clint. Not Gabe. Gabe, come on now. No. I don't even know Gabe. I like Gabe. Okay. Hi, Gabe. Hey, Gabe. Um, Hi, Travis's mom. Michael McDaniel tried to call me while I was on the podcast. I'll call you back here in a minute. Uh, You'll already have called him by the time he sees this, Travis. I will, yeah. I already called him. And it was a great call. You probably mentioned, like, hey, I was just listening to the podcast. Our boy Mike Floyd enjoyed talking to him. His kids are are playing football, kind of like Jumbo's son. He's got a son that's uh, 13 years old. Is like, I think he said 6'1, 6'2, 225 pounds. He showed up for registration, and the football coach said, You're coming out for football. <laughs> and he said, Well, I'll come watch practice and see. And he went and watched practice, and he went out for football. So Mike's being football dad. You know, Could you so. imagine how like angry like the Atkins coaches were that Chance wasn't playing football? Oh yeah. I mean his dad's an all-American division two football player from Arkansas Tech. His sister's one of the best players on the softball team. Yeah. So I was an athletic family. Yeah. I mean, yeah. his two uncles were college athletes too. Shane played yeah. baseball and Kevin played at tech too. And Shane was a heck of a high school player too. Oh yeah. And you're and this this kid he just like, I don't want to play football. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, way to go. Chance is that his name. Chance. Way to go, Chance. Proud of you, buddy. Keep it up. Listen to your daddy. He knows how to hit them hard and hit them quick. And don't listen to that tires thing because we know he was a stud on the Yeah, team. yeah. But uh, anyway, seriously, folks, thank y'all so much. Like and share. Tell other people about the Big C, Bigger T podcast. Let them know what you think about it. Let them know how good it is because, y'all, it's good. Good to the last drop. And Bye. you know what? That's when we say, let's make the beat drop. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no harvest till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change 